Hey everybody and welcome to the next episode of Murder Blows. I hope your turkeys are in the oven and you're ready to sit down and listen to Maisie talk about probably one of the craziest, weirdest, dumbest, nerdiest, I want to take his lunch money lame killers. Uh, Vigilante Violet would take all the lunch money from this dude because he was a dork. Anyways, uh, this week I'm joined by obviously myself, Violet, and Cody. Maisie. Wow, that goes in one of my worst intros, but this episode goes in one of the best, so buckle up and enjoy that intro music. It's a bop. seconds so we're good now hey guys welcome to murder blows what up double recording week three yeah we're, we're in this for you guys we're trying our best we are um if you're not aware this podcast is a phone call between four friends and we're gonna talk about some fucked up stuff so but also our lives and our stupid laughs that's so true get on board get on board or get out just kidding, please stay. <laughs> just, just kidding. I got off a plane an hour and a half ago. They I'm heard that. The wall, but they I'm heard ready. that last week. <laughs> I know. Same plane though. <laughs> I don't. What? I might be traveling in the next two weeks. I don't know. No one knows. It's a really Damn, frustrating. Jackie. I wow. didn't hear you, Violet. I said. Never mind. I'm probably being dumb, so just ignore it. <laughs> no, tell me. Well, you said the same plane? <laughs> I'm sure with the you amount mean, of like, plane flown... of existence? Oh. No. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> no, the literal... <laughs> the literal plane, because she just got up and we're double recording. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Okay. And we got it. She got it. Light bulb. We need fodder that we didn't use last time. Okay, I uh, I have this problem, you guys, and maybe uh, our listeners or anyone can help me. Uh, okay, there's this really great classic Oscar award-winning nominated. Just kidding. Never. No one likes this movie except for me. I'm pretty sure it's called Just Is Friends. It lost in translation. No. <laughs> um. What's it really called? Uh, it's called Just Friends, starring Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris and Amy Smart and that kid from Freddy vs. Jason. And uh, sorry, that's just so specific. Yeah, there's a bunch of people in it. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, maybe doesn't hold up because the main punchline is that Ryan Reynolds is in a fat suit. Uh, but <laughs> he does this really funny thing with. Uh, the dumb character in the movie where she's doing something stupid and then she realizes she's doing it and he goes, oh, light bulb. <laughs> and I have had a really bad problem of saying that, usually mentally, but I also have something that I call the fear and loathing effect where I think I say things in my head, but I say them out loud. And here lately, mm -hmm. 
it has been oh light bulb <laughs> to customers, fellow employees, <laughs> my place of employment, my managers, <laughs> pretty much everyone, my cat. <laughs> So this customer was trying to pronounce brulee. That's a hard word. Especially after creme. Creme. Uh, but is it? <laughs> yes. Well, my thing is, she was like, I want that creme brulette bru, bru, bruly, 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 yeah, oh, all the time. Anyways, and she keeps going and she goes, oh, brulee. And I went, oh, light bulb. Oh, <laughs> <in> her face. <laughs> As if I was going to get fired. Um, did she love it or did she love it? She just sat in silence for a minute and I was like, I want that. <laughs> uh, so maybe she did not light bulb me light bulbing her. Um, yeah, I'm trying to really not be that person, but I do it to everyone everyone even fictional characters in tv shows like i'm i'm going through the chilling adventures of sabrina i Uh, light bulb them by the way Uh uh-huh what do you think of that show it's all right i love the amount of people that i still follow on instagram that i used to like go to church with or whatever and they're like, I just did not expect it to be so satanic. I was really oh, expecting to be like like Melissa Joan Hart. No, dude. Did you watch the trailer? <laughs> nah, dude. I, well, okay, so I've been binge-watching it. Not binging, because I've actually been taking it pretty slow. I think we have two more episodes left. But I've been watching it with my mom, who is, you know, great in her religion. Uh, but... She thinks it's, I giggle too. I crack up every time, like, just the other episode, the guy was like, ah, like, normally you'd say, oh, holy shit. But he's an unholy shit. Yeah. And then they're always like, oh, praise Satan that you didn't get hurt. Like, it's so funny to me. But so people just need to stop taking themselves so seriously or anything seriously, except for murder. Always take murder seriously. Always take murder seriously. Uh, back to copying. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sasha. I just messaged you guys a word. <gasps> Is this a scavenger hunt? How you'll pronounce that word. It's not loading. Come on. Wow. It's literally a gray screen. Orishite? Did I get it? I'm not answering. Was that was that my success noise? <laughs> the... Oh, you could hear that. That was a commercial on the TV. That's really yeah. funny. Nice. Also, while I was sending you that, I got an ad for a fucking election, and I just want to be like, "You did this wrong. Turn off your fucking ads." Yeah, I don't know how to say that word. Orishite. Orishite. Oh, or orche, orche, orichete. It's orichet. Orichet. Type of pasta. Uh, that's, like, round. <laughs> I just wanted to throw this out there, because creme brulee is a hard word. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but... Okay, fair. <laughs> One, not as many syllables. <laughs> True. But it looks like it has even fewer syllables than it does. Brulee. 
it looks like blah <laughs> It looks like Bruley, apparently, because that's how I hear it all the time. But, anyways. Can I tell you guys about the time I ate fish in South Africa? And so I've been, throw this out there, learning Japanese for like two years now. And I pronounced it hake because it was spelled H-A-K-E. And my mm-hmm. very lovely foreign co-workers went, I think it's just hate. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so that's how that went. Fun fact, the names of fish change when you go country to country. Oh, what's that one that smells like real bad when they bring it out of the back of Cracker Barrel? Is it haddock? Haddock is typically the fried one. Is it? Oh, is that Lydia? <laughs> yeah, that's her. Oh, sweet baby. Do you know about Haddock? Do you know about Haddock, baby? She loves fish. <laughs> she really does. I buy her... I I bought her two different types. Sorry, she almost knocked over the mic and oh. muted my microphone simultaneously. <laughs> I mean, that's a good cat. She's like Cats a are fun. Ship. But I'm not gonna ruin it for everyone. Um, she really wants her birds on the TV. Uh, so I discovered <laughs> relaxing. It's called relaxing videos for cats, and it's just birds chirping and flying. She freaks out and tries to knock the TV over, but she also enjoys it. So, um, I do let her look out windows too. I need to. It's kids these days, and they're screens. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Anyone else have some fodder? Let's let's fodder this up. Oh, when it comes to copying things you've heard and using it in real life. Yeah. So I've been listening to uh, Killing It's Crime Cast. Shout out, ladies. Um, and they are from. Hmm, let me mess this up. England, I guess. I think they have accents, and That's they say country. they say "nah, mate" a lot. Or one of them does, the host Meg, she says, nah, mate. <laughs> and I've been saying it in real life, <laughs> in an accent, so much so, John's like, I don't know what's happening, but I want Maisie back. <laughs> Is that like that time when I binge watch Misfits, like, twice in a row, and would get a little intoxicated and just talk in a British accent? I mean, but we would do that all the time anyway, so. That's true. Say, that was a good time in your life. Fucking <laughs> chill, us. All right. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, I'll just, he'll be like, hey, have you taken Mario? I'll be like, nah, mate. <laughs> be like, what? <laughs> it's not necessary. I don't need it. My coworkers don't need it, but I do it. I find it hard to find the problem with it, to be honest. Well, it's just me pretending I have an accent when I don't. And it's I feel like. For two words. Yeah, but I feel like Americans also don't use the word mate, even though I feel like we should. Unfortunately. It's a great term. General friend. A mate. Like the C word. <laughs> Everyone in England uses the C word. Yeah. We use the C word more too. Hmm? I, I just wish we used it more. I think so too. I mean. It's a good word. It is. It's aggressive and straight to the point. Ow! Sorry. Cat <laughs> <Yeah>, bit me. Lydia's <laughs> on fire tonight. Yeah, she's she is not down for the second recording. Well, she had the option to leave. To used to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't have any fodder. I just traveled for work, and I'm tired. I have no filter. 
as evidenced by the fact that I called my co-worker an immature idiot yesterday. Ooh! The same one you like traveled joke. with? I was just looking for alliteration, and it came out that way. We're cool now. We talked about it, but... <laughs> like, oh, um, here's a fun story. I think my therapist is trying to break up with me. <gasps> what? Yeah, so, last session we had was like two weeks ago or like mid-October and she was like so I'm wondering if you still need to see me how do you feel like this is going and I was like excuse me Kathleen what (laughs) (laughs) Kathleen I'll tell you when it's over Kathleen come here lean in closer (laughs) I got to say secret um no she was like I just want to make sure I like to check in with my patients to make sure they are getting what they need out of, you know, therapy. And she was like, let's schedule your appointment a little bit farther out. So my next session is like the 14th, which will be like a month from the last one. And so I'm like, oh, we're going to see how this goes, I guess. But John leaves for six weeks at the end of February. So I'm going to need you all speed dial, Kathleen. Thanks. (laughs) I've got the opposite problem. Lori's like, do you need to meet weekly? And I'm like, look, Lori, I can't <laughs> ball my eyes out every week. That's an every other week activity. Every Yeah, I was going every other week, and it was, like, working out great, and I thought we were fine. Like, I thought this relationship was going in the right direction. <laughs> okay, but, like, for real, if she's like, I think you're fine, or you could see me less, just be like, are you breaking up with me? Well, honestly, though, like, I don't know anyone that only goes to therapy for, like, a little bit. You know? Like, any time I've ever... before I did, and I'm not ready to quit. Well, I think I got through what I went in for initially. Like, what I thought I needed. But I'm sure there's stuff in there still. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a person. I'm like an onion. I have layers. I'm not a bell pepper. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Lori's been like, if you need me in between sessions, just email me and I'll drop everything. And I'm like, that's very sweet, but. No. <laughs> but lay off, Lori. You're so Oh my god. Me. Murder Blows Theory Sasha has split personalities, and her split personalities are secretly a monster, and they're trying to reach out to the therapist. But then, like, normal Sasha takes over, and she's like, No, everything's fine, dear. What do you mean? Like, in Split. That's a great movie. I watched that on a plane. <laughs> so, so that could be fair, though, because, like, sometimes I go to therapy, and I'm like, Yeah, Lori, everything's great. I love everything. I'm the happiest person. And then sometimes I go to therapy and I'm like, I want to kill myself, and here's everything wrong with me. Also, you're like, today, call me Patrick. <laughs> yes. You're like, on also, the Also, my low. name is Lorelai. <laughs> hey, I love it. <laughs> I do, too. What's your favorite, what's you guys' favorite grandma name? Mine's Madge. Gertrude. Oh, Madge! Oh. <laughs> I want to be friends with Madge. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> it's gonna be me in, like, Waist high, like boob high sweatpants, smoking cigarettes still. No bra. Driving way past the point you should not be driving anymore. That reminds me. My husband came home from work today and he was like, Yesterday, after work, I went running and I was running and a lady hit me with her car. 
he was running and she ran <laughs> over him and he hit her hood. What? Is he okay? Yeah, yeah. She just ran over his foot. So <gasps> why is this just now coming up? Because I just remembered it. <laughs> My husband got hit with a car. He didn't tell me yesterday when it happened. He told me today. Okay, so that's mostly on Seth's part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Exactly. But she shouldn't have been driving. Like, she didn't even notice. That's scary. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Good question. Oh, me too. But it's Sevier County, so whatever. So you I, won't get answers. I feel like, though, my grandparents... Oh, what's your favorite old lady name now that we have you here? Oh, Phyllis. Oh, oh damn, that's nice. good. Nice. Man, I need a minute. No. Uh, I feel like all of my grandparents or older people in my family do the ha huh? a lot. So I feel like I'm gonna do the ha huh? a lot. I already kind of do it now, but it comes oh. out as like a ho. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Gotta refine it over time. <laughs> like I have blue suede shoes. People in my family say "Oh Lord," but they won't say "Oh my God." I've never understood that one. That's both the Lord's name in vain. Literally, the I know. Lord's I don't understand. Lord have mercy and oh my God is the same vainness. Anyway, we want you to hang out with us if you have religion, but also we're gonna make fun of it. So if that offends you, I'm sorry. There's other. I just really want to think of an old lady name. God, mine is just great. Like I really like Georgette because then like. Whoa. I don't think I would want to mess with a Georgette, though. I always... So I do this really weird thing whenever I write. I'll name a character that I think kind of acts like me. But I'll... Or, no. Sorry. Scratch that. I name all of the main characters that are females in my books after flowers. Because I'm named after a flower and I'm conceited inwardly. Um, No, I just really love my name. Uh, But it's like... It, I found some of the coolest names like Poppy, Delilah, Rose, Lily. There's more, but Rose. Mm-hmm. Rose is a good old lady name. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll tell you when I hate Kathy. Ooh, That's some deep seated trauma, though. <laughs> Sorry if you have a, a Grandma Kathy, Aunt Kathy that you love very dearly. It's just not my favorite. I don't. I don't like. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I like a good Ethel. Ooh, Ethel. Nice. Yeah. She's like down the, she's down the clown, but she's never the one that starts anything. Probably went to Woodstock, but doesn't want to talk about it. Ethel definitely went to Woodstock, and she probably has a poster on like the inside of her closet, but you'll never see it. Yeah. Of Janis Joplin. I like that question. More questions. You're welcome. I have a ton. <laughs> not too many more, so I just said. <laughs> We're already at 20 minutes of fodder. Let's yeah, play. look at us go. Look at us go. Well, the last episode had a ton of fodder. Not as much as you would think. Really? The whole episode was like 56 minutes. Wow. I haven't it yet. Um, if you could wake up tomorrow somewhere else or where you are where would you wake up? England a flat in a flat 
<laughs> in a flop. <laughs> in a flop. That's pretty rad. Um, <laughs> honestly, right now, I would want to wake up in just a bigger size bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I almost went real with... dark with it, but... Yeah, maybe an apartment with more I than two rooms. I want to wake up in hell. <laughs> That's even darker. I was going to say, I don't want to wake up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. You, you know I could go there. Or six yeah. feet under. Oh, but that would mean. I'm worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Someone was like, no, my, you my, seem my okay at work. Co- my sweet favorite coworker friends were like, is Violet okay? <laughs> I love that so much. Only because she like, hates that question so much. <laughs> Well, I so, know I had to ask her that that last week too. Jesus, <laughs> you worry me. Jesus, man, that's crazy too. Because everyone's always like, "You always come in in such a good mood, or you don't talk at all." <laughs> yeah, my coworkers know when you don't talk at all. It's bad. Um, I'm okay. I'm in a pretty good spot. Plus, your boyfriend's coming to visit. Heck yeah, we're going to have a great weekend. I'm going to take him to so many places. We're going to go to Opry Mills. Oh, damn. I know. Yeah. Take take him to You're going to show him where those people got shot? Whoa. (laughs) That got dark. Uh, No, I was going to show him how big the mall is. Yeah, no one goes to Old Navy anymore, anyway. (laughs) Is that where they got shot? I think so. Everyone's always telling me to get my work clothes at Old Navy. Now I'm gonna think twice. They're setting you was, up, pal. It was a personal dispute. It wasn't like a <laughs> personal mall, dispute. mall shooting. Like, someone was I have a good father. Oh, oh my god. god. How could I forget? Okay. Uh, I'm, wow. working, I'm working seven days straight. Uh, tomorrow's my last day. Um... In my seven-day stretch, but I started out my work week. This is really going to give away where I work, so. Everyone knows you work at Star Schmugs. <laughs> I'm yeah. so going to get fired one day for this podcast. Hopefully oh. we'll be making money by that point. Oh, I, no, I just got lost in a dream of getting fired for talking trash. But anyways, um, so they had this lovely idea <laughs> to the first X amount of customers that they would get On a red... Two. A red plastic reusable cup. Oh, now, no. now, many of things happened that day. For one, uh, <laughs> we only had one espresso bar, and it was as busy as it got at my old location, uh, which is stupid. And on one bar, we were so short-staffed. Everyone was freaking out. People were yelling and cussing about these cups and freaking out. It was chaos. However... One woman, if you're listening, get ready to quit listening because I'm about to murder (laughs) you. Uh, Not in real life, but like your character. Um, This woman called. Now, our drive-thru line was insane. Absolutely bonkers. Uh, This woman called in a a fit. I did not receive the phone call, thank goodness, because I would have laughed. Because I laughed... So much. I still laugh when I think about it. Every time I tell this story, I laugh. So get ready for my laugh. Anyways. <laughs> so, 
This woman called and said, you need to get out here and kick this man off the property right now. And she's freaking out and yelling. And my boss is like, oh, what did he do? What did he do? And she was like, he cut me in line. Oh, my God. This woman was demanding that this man get kicked off the property because he cut her in line. She was like, if I do not get my red cup because of this man, I will sue your company. I will take you down. Like, freaking out. God. This is and the worst she time voted for year. Marsha. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> one hundo. Um, but then my boss is hanging on the phone. She's all upset. She doesn't know what to do, and she explains the story, and I just bust out laughing. I can't stop. I'm in... I'm up to my eyeballs in red, reusable cups. Starbucks, pick a new color. It's really starting to wear on me. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, all I kept singing was, no cuts, no buds, no coconuts. Meanwhile, like, everyone is near tears. They're so stressed out. But I cannot stop laughing at this lady <laughs> demanding that she sue someone for cutsies. Uh... <laughs> A grown woman with her children in the car. Can you imagine? She was probably, this is why you don't cut people in line. Like, she probably taught her kids a life lesson. Ew. Yeah, it was funny. Life lesson of never going to Starbucks with mom ever again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, yeah. So, if you got one of those red cups, people are selling them for $75 off of eBay. Quick, buy them, because Starbucks is going to get them and sell them for $2.50, and I just want people to waste their money on these. What What do they get? Just a cup? 50 cents off of a holiday beverage after 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <I> just... What? <laughs> it starts at like 2 or 3. <laughs> that checks out. That sounds about right. I'm uh-huh. sorry if you're a listener and you really got a red cup because you really wanted one, but please utilize Good. it. Yeah. <laughs> Go out at 3 p.m. Get, a Get your money's worth. Every day. Oh I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I do what that I was, can. That's very nostalgic for me. I appreciate yeah. it. I can't wait to walk into work after this episode airs and get fired. <laughs> nah, mate. You're gonna, nah, mate. Get a new job nah, before 11.19. Huh? So get a new job before 11.19. Game on. of the victims 
But I want to talk about this piece of shit. And this is what I'm interested in. This is, frankly, I'm one of four of this podcast, so I get to do what I want. So, you've been warned that this is graphic. It's nasty. And it's not going to be, uh, yeah, it's about the killer. So, don't at me. But follow us at Murder Blows on everything. Slide. Okay. March 9th, 1945. Dennis Lynn Rader was born. Do we know who Dennis Rader is? No, I'm just bad with names, so no. Not ringing a bell. A.K.A. BTK. (gasps) Whoa. Ready. Now that I have your attention. Um, if you're not familiar, Dennis Raider, BTK, is a serial killer from some time to some other time. I'll get to that. But BTK is a self-given nickname, uh, and it stands for Bind, Torture, Kill. So, what a rock star we're dealing with. Just to kick us off, I'm going to read... A few other nicknames he decided to give himself, and he gave the media options. So, we have BTK. Real quick, hold yeah. on. Sorry for interrupting you, but yeah. everyone knows that if you give yourself a nickname, you're a loser, right? He yeah. is, there are so many things in this case that just shows how dorky he is. Like, it's not like, oh my god, how funny, a cute nerd. No, he's a fucking loser. We're I feel like we're talking about our president. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Shots fired. Tony, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> just, wait, I can't wait to hear you think till the end of it. Okay. Wow. But like for real, I feel like there was a period of time when I was like nine. I was like, no mom, I want to be called Safira. Oh. Or I think Emerald came out once. Okay, yeah, but you were Did nine. You? Yeah, yeah, you're nine. I was trying to, like, rename myself. I mean, yeah. So mentality might be under age 10 is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but if even if you're, like, even if you want to give yourself a nickname and it's close to your name, normally people are like, yeah, that's cute. Like, fine, whatever. Like, people call me Maze. I'm like, yeah, call me Maze. They're like, okay, cute, Maze. My name's Maisie. That fits. But Side note. Yeah. I got on the plane today and the guy was trying to be cute. And he was like, thank you, Mr. Eric. Thank you. Welcome aboard, John. And he scanned mine, and he was like, welcome, Miss Shay Shay. And I was like... You didn't even try. You didn't. It's five letters. And Y is in none of them. Why is there a Y in the middle? Where's there a Y in the You oh gave me eight letters. I didn't need them. Shay Shay. God. Okay. Yes. Tell us about this gorge. Okay, he gave himself a name, BTK. These are great, they just get better. Uh, self-name, the Wichita Strangler, the Poetic Strangler, the Asphyxiator, the Garage <laughs> Phantom, the, the Asphyxiator, and the Wichita Hangman. Did you say the Garage? Something? <laughs> the no, garage the Garot. Garot. Oh, I garage. thought you said I heard I Garage mean, Phantom. <laughs> no, no yeah. Garage Phantom. <laughs> okay, 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 got it. Uh, 
the Bonded Strangler, and the Wichita Hangman. Okay, so, oh my god, all this alcohol is kicking in. Woo, what a time to be alive. Okay, so, Dennis Strader was born in 1945. He had an untroubled childhood. He was the first of four brothers. Uh, his parents worked blue-collar jobs. He loved his dad and all the manly things that he did. And he didn't like his mom because his mom was too busy reading and watching TV and didn't give him enough attention. True story. He wrote that on a paper in grade school. Um, so he preferred, like, hunting over any type of sports in grade school. He did have friends. Um, allegedly, he killed animals, which is one of the three of the McDonald triad. The bedwetting, the burning, and the... Hell yeah, I love that triad. Killing animals. We love that. My friends uh, are like, my kid did whatever, and I'm like, you know, that's one of the three actually did try it, right? <laughs> yeah, you should watch them a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah. You only have to hit two of them <laughs> to be... But... Honestly, I only read about him killing animals. I didn't read it. He didn't have any interest in burning things, but hey, I was a bedwetter, so anything's possible. I mean, but were you a bedwetter past, like, appropriate bedwetting stage? What's appropriate stage? Like yeah, what's appropriate? Time. Like 10? Yeah. Uh, okay, I was well, like 11. <laughs> I'm sure that sometimes when I get drunk, I piss the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bedwetting, but alcoholism is different. <laughs> the cutoff age is 35. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what's the appropriate age? Because uh, yeah, I should my pants on the way home. Okay. Especially yeah. after you have a kid, like that's just that shit just comes out. Like you cough <laughs> and you're done. One of my coworkers was like, "I sneeze and I pee," and I was like, oh, "Yeah." God. Have they One also time had I... a child though? Because when my friend yeah, was pregnant, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was walking around. She's like, "I pig," and I was like, "Oh my god, can you like hold it for a second?" <laughs> no, it just flies out. It's awful. And like, I made the mistake of jumping on a trampoline once oh. after I had a kid. Every time I landed, it just came out. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to have pee running. I, I mean, as I've gotten older, my bladder's gotten weaker, so I'm so screwed if that ever happens. Oh, same. I get why all those times my great-grandmother would lock eyes with me and go, oh, no, and start hobbling <laughs> as fast as oh. she could. I get it, Grandma. I get it. so (laughs) Especially if you're, like, binging a show and you don't want to get up, but you have the power to pause it. You're like, no, I can hold it. It's fine. Oh, God. Is that only me? Okay, great. My problem is I'll finally get comfortable in bed and be like, all right, it's time. And then I'll feel it and be like, "Mm mm-mm, I'm peeing in bed. I don't care. But no. (laughs) I'm going to lay here and I'm going to live in it. Sasha is real triggered right now. She's like, nope, I have no problems here today. Okay, well, as far as we can assume, Dennis Rader peed the bed until the appropriate amount of time because they didn't talk about it. So we have to assume (laughs) that every kid pees the bed at least a couple times. Anyway, uh, allegedly he killed animals. He, there was a couple of friends that when he was younger claimed that he would catch turtles and hang turtles. Uh, no proof to back that up, but still, what the fuck? Um, he, at a young age, he became fascinated with women's underwear, which is fine. Live your life. And in the eighth grade, he had a female teacher that embarrassed him in front of the class 
So after school, he followed her home. And as he watched her through the window, he tied a rope around his own waist. And uh, he tightened it and he orgasmed. Mm. I don't know how those things add up. But if that was him. Cody's. Ugh, I loved it. <laughs> it was. It was. I loved it. So I just want to know if it's like waist or like a waist in quotation marks. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like around his middle region. Oh. Like around his torso. Okay, so right. I got waist, but when Sasha said waist or waist, I was like, oh, I gotcha. like body waist? Okay. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, no, it's dark. I'm taking it like, to a weird plane. <laughs> Sasha got off the plane, and I'm taking the plane, and I'm riding around in circles. Okay. Oh, no, we don't need that person. We don't need extra weird. It's super weird on its own. Okay. Um, All right, so he was not touching a genitalia area. He no, literally like around and... his torso. He tied a rope around his torso, and I'm gonna burp. Excuse me. And as he was watching his teacher that had previously embarrassed him, he tightened the rope, and from the voyeurism plus the rope, he got sexual gratification. He was probably thinking of strangling her. Yeah, I know. So. By the eighth grade, Dennis was having these crazy sexual fantasies, and he was just like, everybody's having these, right? It's not just me. And his friends were like, nah, mate, it's just you. <laughs> friends are like, so, I'm too worried about the Smurfs right now. <laughs> I feel like this was like my journey into depression. I'm like, everyone else is dreaming about death. No, just me. All right, I'll go see a therapist. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but you, you took the appropriate step. Dennis Rader uh, went through high school, kind of slid under the radar, didn't do a whole lot of anything. He dropped out of college. Hey, peace. What's up? Me too. Uh, I hey, joined I the Air Force. Not all of us finished. I know. <laughs> it took me a hot minute. <laughs> he uh, joined the Air Air Force in the mid uh, 1960s. Uh, he returned to Wichita and married his wife Paula in 1971. There he worked for a the Coleman Camping Company equipment. You know those guys, right? Yeah. They make the thermoses. Yeah. Uh, he worked there for a year. He started working at ADT Security Company. He got into um, reading detective magazines that showed women being tied up, which only intensified his sexual fantasies. And he called his sexual fantasies Factor X. What Ew. a loser. Um, he spent his time like fucking Powerpuff Girl shit. Sugar, spice, <laughs> chemical X. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Oh, we're gonna interject with a picture here. He said he called his inner demon Factor X, but he also drew a picture of the inner demon, and he called it Batty, I believe. This is great A stuff here, folks. That's just a dumb little bug he drew. He called it Batty. That's what he said his demon looked like. Um, so he studied up in his free time. He set it up on serial killers. He drew up his own torture devices. And, uh, oh, he was learning, like, the tips and tricks to avoid getting caught. So he hadn't committed any crimes yet, but 1974, Wichita, Kansas, January 15th, he basically kills the Otero family. So... He walks, he's been walking around the neighborhood recently, and he is holding a picture of his own wife and son, 
and he goes up to the little kid in the yard and he's like hey have you seen these people i'm a policeman and he's like no yeah no i haven't and they're like okay great so he waits a couple of days and then he comes back to that house and he shows the little boy the picture again and when the little boy opens the door dennis makes his way into the house so he has been stalking the mother of the little boy because that's who he had his sights on um the husband joe dennis didn't think he would be home but he had recently had an accident where he broke a rib so he was staying home from work that day um somehow i don't understand dennis Rader was the luckiest serial killer ever because he somehow strangled joe and judith he strangled the six-year-old son and he strangled josephine their 11 year old daughter but it gets worse just gets worse from here so get ready after he strangles josephine he goes to make sure that everybody else is still dead and josephine didn't die so she gets up she tries to run away he catches her he takes her into the basement he hangs her and i'm so sorry cover yours if you don't like super gross stuff but he masturbates to her body so Was that's Josephine, his 11 year old daughter mm-hmm not his daughter Oh, that's right. That's right. No, no, no. The sorry, sorry, sorry. Otero, Otero still, family. Still, still, so, still. Okay. Oh yeah, still so fucked up. Um, wow. Yeah, super messy. So, 1974 is when he committed those murders. That's also when he started working at ADT. Um, he would go in and set up these security systems for these people, but do it in a way where he could go in and trip the system when he was ready to attack he would see if he was even interested in that family usually it was the mom he was interested in after this he didn't hurt any more children because i don't think it really did it for him he was mainly interested in the women which is still fucked up so uh fuck i didn't write the year down that's so unprofessional of me his next murder was i'll have a corrections for next week was kathy bright she was a student at Wichita State University. She and her brother Kevin came home. Dennis had already cut the phone. This, he did this in all of his murders. He cut the phone wires. He snuck into the house. He was already hiding in the house. That's what... And every victim he strangled, for the most part. So that's a familiar thing to look out for, I guess. <clears throat> so Kathy came home from school. In the middle of the day and her brother kevin was with her well dennis wasn't expecting the brother to be with her so he comes out he scares him he has kevin the brother tie up catherine the sister and they were uh, eventually both tied up kevin got loose dennis shoots kevin in the head twice um dennis tried to strangle kathy but she fought him they're fighting they're fighting he ends up stabbing her several times ultimately killing her kevin lived two shots to the fucking face um he runs out of the house he's screaming due to being shot in the head he doesn't he makes it to police he survives but he doesn't remember a whole lot about Dennis himself, he just says that he's a Caucasian male, and he looks average, and he guessed his age. 
Um, prisoners in the Wichita County Jail were talking uh, about the Otero murders, which is the family that Dennis had killed. And they were saying, like, oh, I did it. I did it. Isn't that cool? Whatever. And Dennis got word that someone else was trying to claim the murder. Dennis wasn't having that and decided to start communicating with the Wichita paper, which is the Wichita Eagle, I believe. Yeah. Also, I got all of this from a, I'll go over my sources later, but all of this is from a, a called Born to Kill, question mark. And the narrator called Wichita people Wichitans, and I thought that was so great. I love you, Wichitans. Wichitans. <laughs> Did no. you ever see uh, that weird movie, and it's called The Ice Harvest with John Cusack? Just a good throwback no. to the last episode when we were talking about John Cusack. No. It takes place in Wichita Falls, so. That's cool. Anyways. <laughs> Carry on. Love that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he started writing to the paper. He would send letters to the Wichita Eagle under the name Bill Thomas Kilman. BTK. Oh my god. He looks so funny. <laughs> um, so he takes three years off of killing because he has two kids in that time. So from 1975 to 1976, he doesn't do any killing. Um, 1977, Shirley, who is a mother of two, Shirley Van is her name. Um, she's a mother of two. Her kids are, I believe, under the age of 10. A boy and a girl, I believe. Um, Dennis Rader, does this thing where he cuts the phone wire, he sneaks into her house. By the way, most of his crimes are committed in the middle of the day. Like, no fucks given. He's just a lucky SOB. So he cuts the phone wire, um, gets into the house, he scares them. The mother was actually home from work that day for being sick, like she was throwing up. She gets so nervous that he's there, she vomits. He is like, oh my god, let me get you some water. So he gets her some water. He like tries to calm her down. The kids are screaming and he's like, this won't, this won't stand. I can't have all this noise around. And so, so you can easily YouTube Dennis Rader's confession. It's super creepy. He has no emotion. But he's talking about how uh, when he was putting Shirley's kids into the bathroom, he was like, she helped she helped me put the kids in the bathroom. Probably because she was scared out of her fucking mind and she didn't want them to be around you. So, he put toys in the bathroom for the kids. They have their toys. They're not having it. They're screaming. They're old enough to know what the fuck's going on. So, he strangles the mom and kills her leaves the kids. He... It's kind of weird because when it comes to bind, torture, kill... The torture part was really prolonged strangling, which is awful, but I, like, it's not as gory as I thought when I first started looking into this, because you're like, torture could be anything, but it's still fucking awful. <laughs> I don't want to take away from how terrible that is. So, uh, this is all 1977. This was a prime year for him. Uh, his next victim is Nancy Fox. He cut her phone lines. He was waiting on her when she got home. He attacked her, tied her up to the bed, tied her feet together, slowly strangled her with a belt, killing her slowly 
to ensure his sexual gratification. Uh, he also masturbated on her and came on her negligee. I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. We don't condone that. Uh, less than 24 hours after that murder, Dennis called police on his own crime. Now, obviously, he did it anonymously, but he wanted his work to get some recognition. So, the he calls the police. He's like, hey, you know, there's been a murder. Nancy Fox, here's her address. I'm BTK. And they're like, uh, what? So, he sends a letter to KAKE News, which is a local Wichita news station, demanding more de- media attention. He included a drawing of Nancy after her murder, like a sketch, and a poem entitled, Oh, Death to Nancy. So when he was like, you can call me the poetic strangler, they were like, no, you fucking idiot. You don't get to do that. Um, any Anything he ever mailed in the media was sent from Bill Thomas Kilman. Let's see. Still in 1977, in the height of his murders he started taking criminology classes at a community college to study up on his serial killers and how they evaded what they were doing also in this time he built a fucking tree house for himself now remember he's got two kids he built a tree house and this is where he keeps all of his pictures all of his detective magazines and all of his trophies from his victims because he's been taking trophies uh, what? Hey, Dad, can I go to the treehouse? No. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, so Dennis, at this point, is a standing, upstanding citizen in Wichita. He is the, oh, my God, let me get this right, the president of the congregation when it comes to his Christ Lutheran Church. No, He's a Jesus. Boy Scout leader. Yeah, right. He works for ADT. Get it. He's getting it. Uh, out of the Boy Scout leader, this is the murder of Marine Hedge. Dennis, uh, he takes his son to Boy Scout camp. He wakes up. He took his son to Boy Scout camp. He is the leader. At 1 a.m., he sneaks out of his tent, and he goes to kill Marine Hedge, which he's had his sights on her for a while. Uh, he took her body. He strangled her, you know, cut the phone line, scared her, strangled her. Uh, oddly enough, he never actually, like, raped any of his victims, which is good, I guess, but what the fuck, man? Okay, so he wasn't in it for that. He just wanted it so he could do it himself. So nasty. I need a shower. Okay, he took her body to a pre-dug grave, and he, oh, 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 he pre-dug a grave at the church he was a deacon for. At the Christ Lutheran Church. He is so lucky. And nobody noticed that? Like, they weren't nobody like... Nobody noticed. It is there a funeral today? Is there a service? It's like 2, a, it's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., oh. to be fair. But still, like, he's doing all this stuff in the town he lives in. He's doing all this stuff in the church he lives in. Anyway... So there's a pre-duck plot at the church. He decides that he didn't like how 
it looked there. And so he takes her to the basement of the church and takes photos of her tied up in different bondage. <laughs> she was found nine days later in a ditch, naked and badly decomposing. <laughs> okay, now we're going to get in some more photo stuff because this guy was a freak. <laughs> okay, so he was into autoerotica, which technically the definition is producing sexual excitement slash pressure, pleasure, pressure, pleasure without association with another person or external stimulation. Yeah, nasty. Dennis would wear women's underwear, a woman's mask. Now, when I say a woman's mask, I don't mean like, oh my God, a cute face mask from Sephora. I mean a face of a woman on his face. I'm going to send you a picture now. And it was the 70s, so it was like super creepy. It was super creepy and plastic. Yeah. Oh, baby. I think I've going. seen that before somewhere because that just, I can picture it in my head, which is just not fun. Well, you're going to picture it in the chat because there it is. Okay. I'll check it in a minute. <sighs> okay. So he wears the woman's mask. He would tie himself up in various ropes and like saran wrap situations in the woods with that mask on and women's underwear. Okay, I'm going to send you some more pictures right now to the group. And I want to remind you that this is not a victim. This is Dennis Rader himself. Oh, my God. Because I know you want to see this. That's enough. <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny. Does he look it's... like Newt Bueller? <laughs> No. Sorry, I just can't get over Violet's hatred of Newt Bueller. It's so funny because when commercials for him would come on, John and I would go, Bobby Newt Or was it your hate? Was it your hate for for Newt? Yeah, he was running in Oregon. Sorry, I thought it was Violet that posted that picture. I mean, no, I but Violet had a great so. response. Yeah. What uh, in the world? Okay, I just... I know, Newt you have Bueller. questions. So, he made his own... Like, you know what I said before that he had made his own torture devices, like sketches? Mm -hmm. He made his own, like, pulley systems to wrap himself up, tie himself up. He invented a couple of fucking knots because he was also a Boy Scout leader. So he came up with these systems. He found out a way to rig the camera so he didn't need anybody else there. He took the pictures on his own. He could have been an asset to society and said he was an asshat to society. Ugh. Oh my god, that is such a glorious quote, Cody. I just wow. made it up. <laughs> going on the Instagram. It's so going on the Instagram. I gotta write that down. Um, yeah, so those are fucking creepy. And I, you can tell it's him because in the last one I see you can see like hair on his stomach. Like, Ooh. he's gross. Hey, girls. Um, yeah, you nasty. So he took a little hiatus. Anytime he took a break is because he was focusing on his kids, which we love that. Um, and I know that his daughter came out with an article for, like, people a few years ago about being the daughter of a serial killer. But I don't want to talk about them. Not that they – I just don't want to bring them into this. Like, they've tried to separate themselves 
like their selves from him and so is his wife and i just they don't need to be a part of it it's not about them <laughs> they suffered so much already they don't need they don't need a shout out on a podcast <laughs> i hope that doesn't seem insensitive because i mean it in a nice way okay no nah, i got what you were throwing down okay cool great thanks uh <laughs> he took a little hiatus and in 1986 he killed again uh, he killed Vicky Wagerly. She came home with her baby. She was at the store. She came up from the store. Dennis was in her house. He surprised her. He had a gun this time, and he tied her up. He tortured her, strangled her. She was found later that afternoon by her husband, and the baby was not harmed. So he had a, he had kill kits this whole time where he had all these different kind of weapons in there, like a just-in-case kind of a deal. But he only strangled, primarily only strangled, except for... Um, Kathy Bright, who he stabbed just because she was fighting him so hard, which, get a girl. Uh, four years later, next murder was Dolores Davis. She was found by a kid walking his dog. He had, Dolores was like his oldest victim. I believe she was 62. He had strangled her slowly, killing her. He put her body in the trunk of the car and left her on the side of the road. Um, and... 1991 is also when he left ADT. He became a compliance officer for the town of Wichita, and apparently he was a real dick. Like, he would you up if your grass was a couple of, uh, you know, inches over what it was supposed to be. He was really bad about chasing neighborhood dogs with tranquilizer guns, so much so that neighbors would call police on the, uh, on the compliance officer because there would be like kids outside and he'd be waving a tranquilizer gun. Um, there was one instance where one of his neighbors got a new boyfriend and it was a female and she, she was a neighbor and she had gotten a new boyfriend and she also had a dog and Dennis would come up and be like, Hey, you know, what's the deal with your dog? Like he's being, he's not on a leash or whatever. And she's like, oh, it's fine. He's just in my yard. He's like, also, what's with the boyfriend? Like, you don't need him. And she's like, I don't really think it's any of your business. And he, like, confronted her oddly about her boyfriend. And eventually she got home from work one day and her dog had been kidnapped by Dennis and taken to the pound and euthanized because he was a compliance officer and he said so. So that's fucked up, and you should go to jail just for that alone. Um, I didn't mean for that to sound insensitive. I've had some drinks. Don't kill anybody. Don't kill people. Don't kill dogs. So he is not getting enough attention for any of his murders. Nope. That's too early. Okay, great. He lays low after 1991. He really focuses on... Everybody thinks he kind of gets his rocks off being a compliance officer, so they're like, well, you know, that's when he had his biggest break because he was getting his anger out, I guess, or whatever, by just being a dick. Um, 25 years. So I read multiple articles and listened to podcasts and documentaries, and some said 25 years and some said 30 years. After the Otero family murders, the... Wichita Eagle came out with a, like, anniversary article talking about the murders and the family and how BTK really wasn't caught yet. And so Dennis was like, this is a perfect opportunity for me to, you know, let them know that I'm still here. 
So he starts sending. He's so what a ugh, such a dork. He starts sending letters to the Wichita Eagle and KAKE News and the police that are scavenger hunt maps. And these maps lead them to cereal boxes because he's a cereal killer. I can't. Oh my god. I can't with him. In the cereal boxes, there's not even cereal. There are dolls. First of all, the boxes have numbers on them corresponding with victims. And in the boxes are dolls laid out the way that the victims were laid out when they were murdered. What do you want? You want an award? A creativity award? A superlative? Good job, Dennis. You're fucking creative. Nobody's home can you tell I'm yelling. Uh, he also, like I said before, he took trophies. And so he placed little trophies in the cereal box. He, there was one instance where he sent a letter straight to the Wichita Eagle that had a doll attached, like in the mail. And the doll was laid out like Nancy Fox's body was and tied to the doll's leg was Nancy Fox's ID. So what a fucking creep. Don't worry, his reign is soon over. He sends a letter to the police. Now, like 25, 30 years after the Otero murders is in the early 2000s. So right now we're in like 2005, 2004. Uh, Dennis sends a letter to the police asking, as BTK, he's like, hey guys, what's up? I know it's been a while. Listen, I have a question. He's like, if I send you a floppy disk, can you trace it? And the police respond in an article for the Wichita Eagle. And they're like, no, nah, mate, we can't. We can't trace that. You're going to be fine. So he's like, okay, great. And he sends a floppy disk. This fucking idiot. <sighs> I don't think I've ever cursed so much in a story. Um, he sends a floppy disk to the police. And the police are like, perfect. Thank you so much. We're going to trace you right now. They... It's a, open to a Word document that's like one of his stupid letters. And then they check the metadata, which maybe Sasha knows what that is, because I didn't. And they find that uh, the document was uh, created on an account from Christ Lutheran Church under account, uh, an account addressed to someone named Dennis. So he was like, hey. Can you trace me if I send you a floppy? And they're like, no. He's like, okay, perfect. Here's my first name and where I work. What an idiot. February 25th, 2005. Dennis Rader, BTK, the poetic strangler, the asphyxiator. He's arrested. He confessed to everything. No qualms. Didn't give a shit. He had no emotions. He, his confession took 36 out of 48 hours. Those poor detectives. Can you imagine? Uh, he immediately pleaded guilty, and because of that, there was no trial, but they did have a plea hearing where evidence was heard, and the victim's families were able to confront Dennis. Now, in that documentary, Born to Kill, that's the sad part, obviously. Um, in August 18, 2005, Dennis Rader 
was sentenced to 10 life sentences because the death penalty was not an option. I can't figure out if it doesn't exist in Kansas or it didn't exist at the time of his trial. So he's now 73 years old in 2018 and he sits in his cell and I hope he rots. That's Dennis Rader. Holy nuts. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty fucked up. I just, I, I just can't get over it. Um, yeah. He hurt a lot of people. He scarred a lot of families. So why did you pick this case? I'm really curious. What inspired you? Um, so, honestly, I was like, what, (laughs) here's what, here was what my thought was. I was like, let's find kind of a heavy hitter. Maybe it'll be easier. And I was like, I, none of the podcasts I listened to, besides, like, last podcast on the left, has covered Dennis Rader. Uh, maybe because it can be, like, kind of, I don't know, I feel like it's popular and everybody might feel like they know what he did, but I feel like not everyone knows about him dressing in women's lingerie and literally binding himself in a woman's mask and, like, I know it's super creepy that he was able to live a double life, essentially, and all of that, but I don't know. Like, it's just so fucked up. It's just so fucked up. <laughs> and turns yeah. out heavy hitters aren't always as easy as they look. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So my sources were the YouTube documentary Born to Kill. Uh, last podcast on the left is a three-part series on him, which you could definitely do. I definitely gave you, like, a brief version, even though I feel like I did a lot of talking. Um, sites were biography.com and Reddit are serial killers, all, all lowercase is basically where I got all the images for this, which is nuts. Yeah, those were, wow. <laughs> yeah. just, ugh. And so while you were on, while we were in a little medium, you know, like in the middle of two episodes break, I was like, Sasha, can this episode come out the week of Thanksgiving? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, I have a tie to Thanksgiving. And there is, yeah, so. strangled. No. Even worse, he made a Thanksgiving card while he was in jail. I sent it to the group. So I'll post that on Instagram for Thanksgiving. Uh, on the bottom right corner, it says Car Design by D.L. Raider, 11, 2005. Whoa. He doesn't go by BTK anymore? 2015. No, he goes by the Expiciator now. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. So. He yeah, can't I, draw leaves for anything. What a loser. No, I, he can't draw anything for anything. What is that, a, a, a blood clot or a gourd? It says, Happy Thanksgiving 2015. Not 2005, I was wrong. There's like a whole letter that comes with it, but who really gives a shit? Yeah, I don't care what he has to say. This is the thing. I ha- you can tell that he colors in all the same directions. Like, 
like lightly like when you color on a coloring book when you're an adult and you do this where you outline the outside and then you like very lightly color in the yeah that's terrifying that's how my mom colors I don't, color <laughs> now, I don't think that means anything I kind of color that way sometimes a meal prayer passed down from yeah also kudos if you could read his writing it was difficult. He writes real tiny. I assume to make me squint my eyes and look closer, but I don't want to look closer. So yeah, I mean I you don't need who to. Lente is. Oh the the card layout. Yes, this gentleman <laughs> laid out a square card. Oh, another fun fact about our least favorite person, Dennis Rader. So he's still alive. Obviously, he's in jail. Um, he sits in his cell and watches TV all day, apparently. He should be able to watch TV if it were up to me. Um, but if you want to write him, you have to fill out a questionnaire, and he has to approve you to write him letters. I fuck that guy. What a nerd! So, so like he didn't get elected class president, and then he, he was like... Like, the worst dad jokes possible were done by this guy. Cereal boxes, because I'm a serial killer. Ugh. Brian Thomas Kilman. BTK. If you exhibit any of these signs, we're not making fun of you. Because you're not also killing people. Like, what signs? If you want to wear women's underwear, you can wear women's underwear. That's fine. Wear a woman's mask if you want. Tie yourself up to a tree if you want. Don't but, look into other people's windows. That's but fucking don't weird. make a secret treehouse just for your weird kinky shit. And then kill people. Seek a therapist. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna judge you then if you kill somebody. If you kill somebody, you get a shout out on this podcast. No, not not in a but good not one. a good one. Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> Sasha, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do not encourage death. Murder. No, no, no. No, 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 never. Unless someone just so happens to find a good excuse for maybe vigilante justice. Not that we approve that. No, Violet, no. <laughs> maybe one day I'll get over the vigilante jokes. I think maybe one day when the when the media's not so hostile. It'll kind of be not so, not such a forethought in your mind. Honestly, though, I just love the fact that he was caught because he couldn't stand not getting any attention. Oh, it's so, like, Also, he was like, can you trace a floppy disk in 2005? (laughs) Think about that. They're like, nah, mate, we can't. That's That's another thing. That's how you know he's a serial killer floppy disk in 2005. Yeah, where would you even buy one of those? A Radio Shack? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want answers! I was trying to think of a bunch of companies that closed by 2005, or after 2005. Uh, I mean, there was a whole... That's Circuit City. Ooh, good one. Celebration Station. Blockbuster. Oh, R.I.P. Celebration Station, though. R.I.P. Celebration Station. Oh, you know the only surviving Blockbuster is Vin. 
is an organ, right? We went over this already. Yeah. 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 I thought you said there was a surviving celebration station, and I almost got on a flight. If there was a surviving celebration station out here, we would go when you come to visit. I don't care how much time you have. I booked my flights. Yeah, yeah. I miss Sam Goodies. Oh, Goodies. I love the good Goodies. Goodies? Goodies still exist. No, it doesn't. Yes. Sam Goodies exists. I think there's a Goodies in Newport. (laughs) That makes sense. Newport is stuck in the racist era, so... <laughs> There's a fucking funeral that has a Kmart still. <laughs> There's a Kmart somewhere in close to, it's probably in Newport, but I just remember every time I passed it, I felt like it was going out of business. But I lived close to it for like five years, so I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know. What a wild ride tonight's been. I hope that was slightly entertaining and not so fucked up. It was very entertaining. I hated talking about the part where he finished on people. It's never it's never very much fun to talk about a serial killer like But also like masturbating. this (laughs) This is what no, but the serial killer part is what's interesting to me. Like, the past couple of episodes I've done have been like, the law really fucked up here. And yeah, that's interesting. But I want to know why this guy was as weird as he was. And how he got so damn lucky about strangling five people at one time. Like, in broad daylight. It br- all, of his, all of his murders were done in the middle of the day. That's why, like, when he was at uh, Shirley uh, Vianne's house, the mother of two who was sick. Mm-hmm. He was like, the kids are making too much noise. They have to go. And he just put them in the bathroom with their toys, even though they're like 10. <laughs> have you guys been listening to the Happy Face podcast? Yes. yes. That's like that guy. Like, he it is. was but just that's lucky. Another, that's another reason why I didn't want to talk about his kids, like Dennis's kids. Right, right. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's a good podcast. But as soon as as soon as Dennis was arrested, his kids were like, "No, thank you, we're done. Like, we don't want anything to do with you." His wife divorced him. Like, nobody tried to stand up for him. And that's one of the, the, the victims' family members was like, "What is it like to lose literally everyone in your life because you're such a terrible person?" And he's like fake crying. Ugh. Watch watch his uh, confession if you really want to see it in court. He does this thing where he's telling. First of all, he's so like monotone. And he calls his victims and his murders projects. Not kidding. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, And he's telling the story about how he would strangle and murder these people just like a contractor is telling you what he's going to do to your house. Like, he's so fucked up. He does, he's talking about a murder at one point and he like rolls his eyes but he rolls his eyes like five times in a row. It looks like he's about to have a seizure. It's super creepy. But then we're I, not that lucky. I Yeah, right. But I hated it. <laughs> it's in a Born to Kill documentary on YouTube. It's gnarly. So yeah, that's Dennis Rader. Good job, Maisie. Good job. Yeah. I think you did that one some justice. <laughs> Good. Ten life sentences. That's some justice. Justice. 
uh, advice. Advice. I mean, have your kinks, but also be safe about it. <laughs> don't murder people. That's that's, that's a given. Yeah. Um. I've been sharing budgeting um, advice on oh my Twitter. God. I love it. You're like, use your Jimmy John's punch card, and then you can get a free drink. <laughs> oh, no, it was Jersey Mike. So if you eat at Jersey... If you eat at Jersey Mike's as often as I do, like once or twice a week, um, you get points. For it. And then they gave me this card that I can scan. And I'm glad they finally got believe. Jersey Mike's in the upside down. I know, right? <laughs> Am I in the upside down right now? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> points for my free sandwich <laughs> and I use my free chip and drink card bam <laughs> stop by your local Jimmy John's now in the upside down <laughs> what did I say Subway? Jimmy John's Subway. <laughs> Subway is trash guys we need to we need to really notice that I did two episodes tonight. Stone cold, no alcohol in my body since like Saturday. I know. I feel like you really need alcohol from my No, I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) That's my advice. Um, Don't drink as much as I do or don't be broke as much as I am because then you can drink as much as you want. I'll keep sharing budgeting tips on Twitter. Yeah, apparently I need them. <laughs> Go follow. Uh, I can't remember my first one. 10, 11, 12, 13 to get some budgeting tips. <laughs> I can't remember my first one. I'll have to uh, look it up. We'll retweet them. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Reddit at MurderBlows, except for Reddit's R forward slash MurderBlows and Gmail is MurderBlows at gmail.com. Also, it's getting cold outside. Your face might be some type of dry and flaky. You could probably use some Blake Slate Uni Oil to fix that problem. <laughs> Blake Slate Webs is a friend of ours, friend of the podcast, Allie. What up? Uh, she makes the stuff out of her lab out of East Tennessee. It's handmade. It's all vegan. It's all natural. And they don't fuck around. Check their website out at blankslatelabs.com. Use promo code MURDERBLOWS to get 15% off. Also, our friends at Arcadian are the bomb. Uh, Arcadian is a grooming company, so they have pomades, they have beard oils, they got conditioning creams, they got all any type of cream you could need for the hair on your face and your head. ArcadianGrooming.com has it. Also, I know it's too early. I don't want to talk about it either. But the holidays are coming up, and everybody has hair on the face or on the head. So, at Acadian.com, you could use promo code MURDERBLOWS for 15% off. And why did you guys let me keep talking for so long? Oh, my God, I'm almost out of breath. Because you acquired an accent midway through when I was going to interject, and I was like, no, I'm here for it. (laughs) Um, My advice is to use your promo code MURDERBLOWS. (laughs) Arcadian or uh, <laughs> Blank Slate. 
water. <laughs> wow. What? No, I already had advice, Sasha. I did great advice. Just don't be broke and don't be an alcoholic. <laughs> You're tired. You're yeah. Tired. Guys, we're doing this for you. You guys, I've done something I've never done in my entire life. Actually, probably have, but uh, just act like I haven't. Uh, I've gotten up at like 6 a.m. every day for the past like four days, which I never do. Mm -hmm. And one was to vote. One was to go to work, but still. Wow. Yeah. Productive human. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and so do I've been going so... Tomorrow, what? what? <laughs> I've, I've been going to bed at 5 a.m. Oh, Ooh. my God! <laughs> <laughs> wow. And on that note, I'm going to take my lavender pills. <laughs> <laughs> lavender pills. What yeah. do those do? I've been taking the stress vitamin, and these are great. <laughs> you, know, I said, like, you belong in Portland. And Sasha, you sound a little tipsy, and I'm here. Yeah. I oh, what did you just say? It. I said, I've been taking a stress vitamin, and it's nice. Oh, yeah. all I heard is, I've been taking a stress vitamin, <laughs> and yeah. You, like, suddenly turned into that creepy guy from Baby It's Cold Outside. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in four hours. Say what's in this drink? This song's about date rape. Um... <laughs> Wow, that ruined it for me. Thank oh, you, man. Elf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're ready, get ready, Murder Blows, because once the holidays start, my inner Grinch and Scrooge comes out, and I start murdering the holidays. Ooh, um, I'm already there. Don't come yeah. here for holiday fun. <laughs> I ain't having it. Um, but no, these little pills have passion flower, German chamomile, uh, and lavender, and lemon balm, and they help oh, me God. sleep. Did you move to Portland and not tell me? No. <laughs> nah. Wow, that sounds awesome. Okay, great. I gotta pee. Bye. 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 I thought Sasha just said I'm feeling myself, and I was like... <laughs> Hey, all right. Do we, do we need to be here for that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling myself.